Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the On The Sticks podcast. I am your host, Jordan Curl. Today's episode is not only my very first full-length episode, but it features a very, very special guest and personal friend of mine who I have now known officially a year and did not realize it until after we finished recording this conversation. My guest for today is none other than Guy Spencer, but you will better know him in this esports community as Blaze. He is a former professional Gears of War player and Guy transitioned into full-time casting with Major League Gaming in 2016 near the beginnings of the Gears Pro Circuit. However, he has been competing and playing in this game and in this scene for over 10 years and he brings a wealth of knowledge and experience, might I add. So when he's not on a plane or at an event, he enjoys cooking, breaking records at the gym, and sharing a selfie or two on his personal Instagram. I don't want to spoil any of this conversation because it is fantastic and Guy is just a great guest to start off the show and might I add my first guest again. I'm gonna jump right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On The Sticks with Guy Blaze. Joining me now is my very first guest, Guy. Thank you so much for joining the show. Welcome to On The Sticks. Yo, I am so happy to be here. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm I'm super excited about this because you're my very first guest. Oh, and I was like thinking, going down the list, and I was like, I have to ask someone who I'm super close to, who's amazing, and might be available and i was like guy <laughs> is perfect even you though know he's me, busy I love talking, all weekend so. <laughs> and i've been talking all you weekend look- yeah exactly and we were just talking about it. i said hey you know what i'm currently about to do one of the best podcasts out there and you know well your first podcast and i already know it's going to be fire but i'm cuddled up in bed with a with some tea got the mic next to me and i'm living my best life all right i'm ready to talk i'm in a perfect talking mood i've ever been in my life Okay, perfect. I'm glad you said that. So I'm gonna we're gonna play a little game to start off the show. Okay. I didn't tell you we were gonna do this. We're gonna do a little word association. (laughs) A Uh, little word association. It's only six words. I'm ready. Well, like six and a half. One is like two. Okay, so you have to tell me the very first thing that comes to mind when I say this. You you've probably done this a million times. Gears of war. Oh, a sniper. Fitness. Biceps. Benson. Love. <laughs> Fire Squad. The hottest. Ooh, food. Ramen. Blaze. Coming at you live. Oh, <laughs> I like that. that was actually fun. For those that maybe don't know who you are, how were you first introduced to Gears of War? and competitive gaming oh man you know uh we'll start off with i answer this question backwards uh i first got to start off with competitive gaming through gamebattles.com i was playing a game called perfect dark zero and it was the first first uh online multiplayer i had played and it was like a you know it was a great value version of counter-strike for the 360 back then and i had so much fun and i was on game battles defending the crown back then and one day, uh, one of my good friends, Aaron, at school, he told me, he says, hey, this is a game called Gears of War coming out. You should check it out. And I hopped on it, 
Had a lot of fun, you know, took my PDZ clan over and, uh, you know, I ended up meeting this guy and he told me that, hey, you know what? You should come play with me. You know, your friends ain't good at the game. You know, your friends uh-huh. that you was playing Perfect Dark with ain't good. Come team with me and, uh, you know, we're going to go out here and we're going to make things happen and we're going to beat up on all these pro teams and stuff. And, uh, you know, and, I, and he was right. You know, I joined his team and we was on GB. We was destroying people. I was getting my name known, and, and more people started to know who I was. So from there, it was history. And that guy' name was Lavelle Cardwell, aka Venom. Yeah. yeah. So how you know you've kind of been in the scene forever, basically? How have you noticed gears transform in a way? When it co- when it comes down to gears and how it's transformed over the years, it's more so the in-game stuff is transformed, but. I want to make a comment on what has not transformed because the one thing that stands out in my mind the most as I think about this is the culture, the fam, the family aspect of Gears of War, right? That has not transformed. That's been the one thing over the years that has kind of stayed in place no matter how the game has changed, you know, how the mechanics has changed, and even even the, the gaps in between games, the family is still there. That's why Gears has survived for 14 years, you know? Very few franchises can do that. You need at least a, a strong, dedicated community behind it to make things like that happen. Uh, but Gears, Gears has grown, man. And I, you know, I just wish we had all these big bells and whistles and lights back then when I was playing. But I'm just happy to still be here, and I'm happy to see it still on the up and up. So, do you think that family and that uh, camaraderie is unique to Gears of War, or in other scenes? Of course, I know you also do work with Call of Duty. Is it unique, or is it common across esports to have that sort of community feeling? Do you think? You know what? I actually do feel like it's unique. I was having this conversation yesterday, and I said, you know what? I actually kind of feel like the top Gears pros, outside of practicing, you know, they play a lot with each other, you know, they and they and they socialize a lot with each other, especially in per in person too as well at the end of the event compared to other games. COD has that community, that that family aspect as well. And I'm starting to kinda kinda figure out the figure out uh as I'm more in a community, but uh gears, man, you know, it's uh it's it's very it's very unique because depending on how how big the esport is, it starts to becoming more like a business. You know, it just becomes like going to work and, you know, sometimes you don't want to associate with everybody. You just want to go do your job and keep on going. You know, you don't want to socialize as much or but it just it just depends. I heard it a lot on the desk at the Call of Duty. I mean, in the Call of Duty event at Vegas, they talked a lot about fatigue and fatigue to me sort of leads into possible retirement, which no one ever wants to talk about. Of course, no one wants to think about retirement. I don't know. But when I watch you and have watched things you've done, I never really hear you say you are retired. It's more of like a former pro player. Oh, yeah, I've never really heard heard you say you're retired. I'm not retired. I'd be oh. the first. I tell it to you on the podcast right now. I'm not retired. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and 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 that's for real. You know, I I can compete with the best. I hop on gears now. Any of those pro players, you know, I feel like I can I can compete against them. I I know what I'm capable of, and I know what I can do when I put my mind to something, and yeah. I know what type of grind I've been on before. Because for me to be successful in Gears of War, I grinded. I picked up players nobody knew about. I did not make excuses. I wasn't trying to, you know, uh, kiss ass a team with players at the top. I did it my way with my rules, and I accomplished my goal that way. So, and, and as I'm older now, I have way more knowledge than I did when I was 18. You know, 
way yeah. more knowledge than I did when I was 22. Uh, I have a, I'm more of a better leader now than I was then. You know, I know how to become a better gamer now mechanically uh, than I was then. So, it, and it happened. So, if you think about it like this, during Gears UE, I was actually casting and playing, right? I didn't mm -hmm. qualify for the Pro League, but I was playing every week to get qualified for the Pro League, right. you know? So, but if I would have been in the Pro League, I would have been casting then, you know? I'd be like, hey, get somebody okay. else. I'm in the Pro League. It's just that, you know, I was one spot short. So, but then when I got offered the full-time job, you know, I'm, of course, I'm going to take that. You know, it was the smartest thing mm -hmm. for me to do at the time, especially not, you know, you know, I got a five-year-old son and I got to, mm -hmm. uh, so I, I got to look out for my family most importantly, you know, so th that's what we kind of come down to. Make sure the desert don't get dry, kind of like you said earlier, right? Yeah. Make sure your finances stay good. And more importantly, I want to make sure my finances stay great. Now in Gears of War, yeah, it's unfortunate, you know, I, you know, I probably can't compete again. I probably can't play in a tournament. If I did, I think I'd make top four. I'm being straight up honest with you, but I, I can't do that. And I'm a, yeah, and I'm a, I'm gonna stay in my position. I said to you live, and I don't, I don't care what anybody say about that one because I know what I could do. Uh, but maybe in a different game, you know, yeah. maybe in a different game, I might be able to go pro and uh, do something else on the sideline because when you could have competed as long as I have, that does not leave you. That's right. the only that's the only way like gaming makes me happy is if I'm in a very strong competitive environment. That's my greatest joy from gaming. And if I don't have that, I start to resent gaming a lot because I, and that's actually been something I've been doing recently, just trying to be more of a casual gamer. It sucks though. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It's, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, I'm too much of a try hard. I, okay. I, really am, I am too much of a try hard. Uh, so yeah, I don't consider myself retired, you know, uh, and who knows what life may turn into in the next few years, you know, it may be a game that comes out and I'm super good and I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to compete in this because I still can, you know. I still, I get chills when I think about myself on a main stage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Playing on a main stage in front of Bright people. lights, everything. I'm, I'm the best version of myself under those lights playing in front of people because I love putting on a show. You know, so I can't, get I can't get enough of that. And the stages have gotten bigger since back in the day. So now I'm just waiting to get on. If I get an opportunity to get on another stage, I'm taking it because that's something I dream about, you know? And I, and I'm be honest with you, very few people are gonna tell me that I can't chase a dream. You know what I'm saying? And they shouldn't tell you exactly. That. They, sure. they 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 can't. So um, you know, maybe not no time soon, but you know, it's it's definitely a possibility. Just to make sure it's like 100% clear, former pro and retired pro are very different. Very different. Very different. Okay, very just different. so everyone so knows exactly. that. Exactly. Some people use them interchangeably. So I had to ask. I was like, there's You're right about that. Okay, that, that's good to know. We cleared yeah, all Yeah, because I, I, I've never made no retirement post. Hey, guys, I'm retirement. I'm retiring from competing to go casting. No, I haven't. It's just that in this in this, uh, in this this section of my life, uh, esports casting uh, is what's most important to me. And I love it. I love what I do, you know? I just okay. wish I could compete at the same time, you know, but we can't have our cake and eat it too. You know, it's interesting. Um, last night on Veli's show on the flank, they were talking. Unless your courage. The talent versus coaches match. Would you be willing to be in that? Yeah, I'm going to win if it. If that would happen. Oh, you yeah, said you're yeah, going to win it. Yeah, we're going to win it. It's simple. <laughs> it's simple. Talent takes <laughs> the glove. <laughs> no, 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 yo, very outside of, outside of, yeah, outside of phallic. Even outside, yeah, I'm. You know, we're good. Like I ain't even worried about it. Like, give me PR, Fallout, myself, Deluxe. Uh, I'll take Waldo as well. Oh my fault. I take Colin. Colin, give me Colin. You know, because Colin can shoot. And we, no matter what the coaching staff or squad is gonna be, 
outside of Affinity, I'm good. But even but even I played against Affinity a lot of my day. You know, I grew you know I grew up with Affinity, so that's not too intimidating. That sounds like a powerhouse matchup for those that may have stopped and that you know have stopped competing. What is their post competition life like? So the ones who ever felt like something was missing was the ones to make the retirement post and you see them come back a few months later. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm coming back. You know, yada <laughs> yada. Like, was it worth the retirement post just for the likes? Mm-hmm. You know, just say you're taking a break. Interesting. You're just taking a break, and if a, if another opportunity comes, you'll take it and, and just leave it at that. But the quote unquote retirement life is different from everybody so i say for gears some people the ones who retire like i said it just depends like if you if you were playing it smart and while you were competing you were getting a college degree and you were going through school and you were still working and ha- always had a backup plan for those people they retire because they're like hey you know what i'm making more money here than i have in my career in gaming currently you know let me yes. just focus on this and take a break and just become more of a fan or do something different in the scene that doesn't require them to play 12 hours a day like a player may do, you know? Because as players, we play at least eight hours a day. We get home, we just grind, 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 six hours minimal, you know? Uh, yeah. Outside of that, if you're doing something like coaching or something else outside the scene, it might not take that much time, you know? You could probably balance your actual job with gaming at that moment. It just depends on how much you prepare for that quote-unquote quote retirement life uh, while you were gaming, because... Some people, yeah, you know, they might just go get regular jobs. Go get regular jobs, do what they're doing, go finally uh, dive into their career. Or they actually found something in an industry, and that's where they're working at now. And I think that's everybody's goal, is that when you're in the industry, to stay in it uh, as long as you possibly can. Rather, if it's doing something as talent work, backstage, producing, you know, running tournaments, whatever it may be, producing content like this. You know, everybody wants wants to stay in gaming once they get in it. And so what's been the most rewarding aspect for you since you've successfully stayed in gaming? Oh, the most rewarding aspect for me in this entire experience. So I've got to see the world. I've got to travel, right? Mm. That's priceless, man. You know, I was in I was in Gear, Indiana. 20, well, I was in Gear, Indiana all my life, you know? And, you know, when I was in high school, because of gaming, I got a chance to see the world and meet new people and see different cultures and just... And, uh, just come across multiple different people, and that should shape me to who I am today. Uh, you come out the hood, and you see places differently for what they are, and recognize, like, damn, you know, I guess, you know, every every place isn't like where I'm living, you know? You go to Paris, you go to London, you go to Mexico City, and you just see cultures differently, and it would even make you more appreciative of where you came from, you know? Right. Look back like, yo, I'm happy I grew up where I, where I did, you know, because I learned a lot from those tough experiences, you know? Uh, my city shaped me to who I was today. But you you become a... I just feel like the more you travel, you become a better person. Okay. And is there an event or a cast that you vividly remember in your experience that just stands out the most for you? Oh, an event <laughs> and, a, and a... So... Either um, the one. A cast, an event, both, whichever. <laughs> uh, Yeah. So, so, yeah, I do have I do have some. So, one, my favorite cast has to be the London Winners Finals when United beat Optic, and I cast that with Ben. That was when we both realized that we had magic together, and this was like an official bromance and that we should get married. Um, so that's <laughs> where I figured that out. Uh, the event would have to be the 2009 Finals for Gears of War 2. The reason why is because at that moment, I saw how unified our community was. We did a Congo line across the venue. You know, We were chanting Gears of War one more year. We had a small bench. We had one bench 
out to watch the finals, regardless of how many players we had. And we still, and we pulled chairs from across the venue just to make our own main stage. Like we are a passionate, unified community. And I just remember that event in particular, because we thought it was going to be our last, you know, wow. and, uh, and, and it was our last at that time, you know, till 10 years later till we got back with MLG. But it was just, we showed that passion and on that same day, that passion probably sparked the idea of Hype Festation being created, and we started doing our own community-ran events. All the Hype Festation events, community-ran events, putting up our own. We was p- playing for squid grips, playing for, for, for pennies, but we all still drove across the country, got together, because why? We wanted a weekend with our friends, and we wanted to play Gears of War. And those events help shape the culture today. At this time, if you don't mind me asking, like, how old were you guys? Oh, so how old were we when we, um, during gears that 2000? Two, yeah, like, yeah, gears, gears two, two so driving across, road trip, and basically across the country. I was, yeah, so that year, I was 19 that year. So, yeah, I was 19 that year doing, uh, doing gears two. And I, I want to say maybe I was probably one of the older ones then. We had a few other ones that were, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we yeah, 19. 19 around there. That's how it was for Gears 2. Hypefestation was like 21, 22, around 2012. Those years was the Hypefestation years because uh, we had a big gap between there. And during that gap is when, you know, I got my degree, you know, became a chef, started working, you know, uh, and really just grinding. And then next thing you know, we started doing more community events and Gears 4 was popping up. But by the end, I, you know, I had a good career going on, you know? So yeah. I had a foundation. I was able to multitask. So uh, if gaming didn't work out, it was cool. I, you know, I had my career. Yeah. And how, how did your family feel when you were making, like, during this time, like, making a professional career out of gaming? I well, think so I'm... many people are so concerned sometimes. You hear, like, oh, our family's skeptical and all this stuff until they start making money. <laughs> So well, at that point, I, y'all were making pennies. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I, you know what? I would even, I don't even know if I consider it a professional career. Okay. To be honest, to be honest with you, because uh, I wasn't me personally, I wasn't making money. Mm-hmm. I placed at on the MLG circuit. I placed top eight one time for the sticklers out there. I got seated top eight another time. <laughs> I got top twelve, like tw- I got top twelve fifteen times. Right. That's what made top eight. You know. Uh, so important to me because, you know, it was a series of unfortunate events throughout the years that was like, wow, like literally like one event that, you know, I, I tell you like this, you know, one, one event, the power goes out. Okay. Oh. One event, the power goes out MLG Chicago to check this out. The power goes out at MLG Chicago. I beat one team. The other team that I had to play overslept the next morning. I ended up having to play. So they overslept, gave the team that they were supposed to beat a free win and I end up having to uh, play the guys who I shouldn't have. I should have played a smaller team to get top eight that event and keep on rolling, right? A team that we should have beat. So I end up having a difficult bracket all because of just a series of unfortunate events and this team oversleeping because of the match that they should have played the night before type of thing, right? right? And I, I could have got top eight my very second, my, my second or third event I ever competed in, and then I would have had more respect in the community at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. But my whole career could have been different from that point. But, uh, you know, it, it, it happened that way, you know, but I ended up getting top eight, you know, two years later in Anaheim. So but the reason why I say I don't consider it like a professional career, because I wasn't making a lot of money. We all lost and, and we all lost money. You know what we consider pro gamers. Yeah, but it was pennies. We all lost money. We just came because we love playing. We love competing. And it was a hustle. It really was. Um, 
And that's why I said I wish the production in esports was as big as it was now back then. Because we had it was so many personalities back then. <laughs> it was a whole, it was a different monster, I personally felt like. Yeah, so in my prep for this episode, and of course, like since we've been friends, I noticed a lot of your content, specifically on your Instagram page, is focused a lot around your fitness and like cooking health, just like positivity and like good vibes and, and self-improvement in general. So how do you personally find the balance between between fitness and living right but also traveling and maintaining your busy schedule and always staying on top of what's going on in the gears of war scene to be able to cast successfully yeah so it's a it's a lot that kind of that kind of goes into that but most importantly uh i put myself my self-care first number one you know i'm always put my self-care first uh, you know, when you're, when you're in the gym and you have this route. So the one thing about traveling a lot is your routine, right? You have this routine at home where it's like you wake up, you go to work, you hit the gym, you stream, you game, you have this flow. But when you sporadically travel, that flow gets interrupted. And the next thing you know, you're out in a different town and, you, and you're working there or you with a bunch of friends and you guys are drinking. And next thing you know, you do this week to week to week if you're traveling a lot. And then that whole fitness routine kind of goes out the window. To, in order to keep my fitness routine on track, I stopped treating, since I travel so much, uh, I stopped treating traveling to these gaming events as like a getaway, right? It's just extended work. I just started viewing it as extended work in a different state. You know, so I go in, I find the nearest gym, I bring my gym clothes, I go to bed early, I wake up in the morning, I keep my same routine, and then I go to work, you know? I'm just working elsewhere. So uh, I got into that point where, and I did I have fun with my friends on the last night, you know? But I've just got better at bringing my flow on the road with me, you know, and just taking it, taking it with me and staying there. But it can, you know, it takes time. But most importantly, I think you just got to work, you got to make sure that you are aware of, you know, what you need in your life. If you need to get off the game and spend time with yourself, get off the game and spend time with yourself. You know, if uh, if you need to, you know, if you need to isolate yourself, isolate yourself. If you need to go out and be social, go out and be social. Uh, whatever it may be, but just know what your needs are. Make sure, make sure you get them, you know. I say this in 2018, uh, the biggest thing that I've learned, I've just improved my self-care a lot better, you know. My self-care, yeah. making sure I get plenty of rest, make sure I get plenty of water making sure I'm eating right. Because what people don't realize is that all that plays into how well you shoot, how well you gain. Yeah. All of that is 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 very valid. Like, uh, you know, it's a big surprise, right? Uh, so <laughs> how you so so if you're taking care of yourself outside the game, to me, that makes your gaming better. You know, I've had my, my times where I'm grinding for 12 hours and I smell like an onion patch, you know? <laughs> and, and, I, and, I used to, and I used to take pride and smell like an onion patch. Like, it's cool. You know, I got a thousand kilos tonight. I cooked all these dudes. You know what I'm saying? Go eat some food, take a shower, go to sleep. Uh, but, you know, as you, as you get older, just take care of yourself and get plenty of rest. You know, you know, take some deep breaths, get some oxygen, get some sunlight. All yes. right? Get that, get that vitamin D. That'll change your whole gameplay as well, too. Yeah, uh, something. Yeah, no, no one <laughs> wants to take a break from the game and worry about yourself. You know, you got to find that balance. Right, and I think a, a huge misconception about gamers is that they are unactive, they don't do anything, and all of that. And I feel like you 
you really like shatter that stereotype if people would follow you on your instagram then they would see like okay you can game have it all and look good and stay fit and stay healthy you know I, you know I, I just started posting gaming content to my instagram like like two as of recently like because before it was just more so selfies of me dressed up in my casting gear uh and it was fitness and right your face to be yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And having my face be getting my makeup done, you know, exactly. I always show our makeup artists some love out there in the world. And so that was the, the content. And I, you know, I built people around that. But I was always kind of I was actually kind of self-conscious, too, about even adding gaming content to that, you know, because I do a great, I, you know, I did a great job separating the worlds in which I live in, you know, separating my gaming world then separated my, you know, the world that I grew up in, my real life and the people who I met then. Within this last year, I've, I've kind of started to figure out how to kind of blend the two together because Blaze, is, Blaze was me and my brand. And, was in, and I grew up in a time with gaming where, you know, it wasn't accepted as much as it is now. So, you know, I might have even been embarrassed about it at a certain point. You know, I didn't care what people thought, but they, I didn't care to tell them either, yeah. you know? So... Uh, now I'm getting to the now, but now you know I'm 28. And I don't care what people think. You know, uh, gaming is my life. Gaming pays my bills. You know what I'm saying? Gaming feeds my family. So if people don't like it, don't follow me, right? I got right. you know, and and I get some people to who support me. And so <laughs> and and but the one thing that I learned is that I want people to realize too is that fuck what people think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't if they don't pay your bills, forget the outside world because I guarantee you, you might lose two people who don't support you. But you can gain 15 people who do just that quickly, okay? So find what you like, brand yourself, and just, you know, chase your dreams without people thinking. So now within this year, I've been uh, more comfortable posting that gaming content to that world that I grew up in, you know? And it's all one world now. You know what I'm saying? This is my life. Uh, yes. this, is, this is my life, and that was the whole goal of it, right? Yes. You know, be able to anywhere and talk about, yeah, I'm an esports caster. I'm a professional gamer. I do this and that, you know, this is what it's all about. You can like it or you don't like it, you know? Right. Shit, even, even, even today in dating, you know, depending on who you date, that could be a weird conversation. What do you do? Oh, oh my yeah. God. I talk, talk, I talk about, about video games. Oh my God. We could talk about that all night. Like, I can, can. relate. We can because then, then it gets to a point where they just like, oh, you do what? You work right. with video games? And I'll be like, yes, I do. What do you? Uh, this is this is my career. I say it with my chest now. If you don't like it, you can go. You know, you can, you can go. You can go out the door. Uh, but th those are conversations that I've had before, where people look at like you do what? Okay, and I'm. <laughs> right. But those, and those same those same people are probably scratching their head today, though. I'll tell you that shit because I shit the, the glow up is real. Ooh. <laughs> and I can relate to what you're saying so much because I literally feel like this year. I it took me this entire year to become really comfortable with like posting gaming content and telling people, yes, I want to work in esports, especially when you know you attend a journalism school where everybody yeah. wants to cover just traditional sports and it's almost like this set formula where, okay, you have to move to a small town. You have to cover this for a certain amount of years, become old, <sighs> live in Nowhereville, you know? And I can relate to that so much, especially being a girl too, a woman, because you like video games. Like 
mm-hmm. get that question every yeah, day. Yeah, and it, yep, exactly. And <laughs> so, it could and it, and it could be even even worse because you're a woman. You know, it depends on where that where where is it at. Um, but you know, but I'm hey, I'm happy you followed your dreams and you here because we wouldn't have you. You know, and I'm happy you didn't listen to what those people people said. You know. And uh, I'm happy I didn't either. In 2016, I said, I'm going to chase my dreams. And I'm going to just go to every... I went to every single con that year. And I was just trying to get casting gigs as much as I could. And I just streamed all year and just stayed positive. You know, and stayed positive. I was blessed with this opportunity uh, from the coalition. And now I am living my dream, you know? And and I just hope that I could do it as long as I can. Yeah, I will say for me, as being somebody who who's been in the industry from where it was to where it is now, you know, hell, even me, you know, I might even get anxiety sometimes where it's just like, how long is this going to last? You know, like this is yeah. too good to be true type of thing. <laughs> when do I have to go back to somebody's kitchen and slave over an oven? You know, right. uh, that's my biggest fear in life. I'm honest with you. Well, that's my, my biggest fear in life is that I throw my chef coat on and, and walk in somebody's kitchen and, and, and start working. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> 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 and I would do whatever I can not to be back there, you know. I love cooking. I'm a, I'm a great cook, and I and I love uh, cooking is my creative outlet, right? That's my art form, and I love creating things, and uh, and that's never going to change, you know. But I just rather do a cooking the- show. I rather do a cooking show at home. No, I rather cook at home for y'all at home rather than <laughs> cooking for somebody else. You should definitely do know. that. All his food looks fantastic on Instagram. Shameless plug. Oh, it's, it's, Guy it's, Blaze. I, Make sure you follow. <laughs> It'll happen. change your life. What do you see as the future for yourself in esports? I know you kind of talked about it a little bit, but like, where do you hope esports takes you next? Or what do you, what else do you want to do? <laughs> oh, where do I, oh, esports, you know? Um, I want to, I always look at, I always think about it like this. Who's the oldest person I know that's an esports caster? And right now, I think it's currently Maven. And Maven's in like, you know, his mid 30s. So I'm like, all right, at least I got like eight more years to do this, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna at least ride this out. And I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep gauging it off of how long he's in the industry based off how old he is. Uh, but I'm compl- I-, I would love to be an esports caster as long as I can. I love commentating. I love being on camera. I love entertaining people, you know? But eventually, you know, you know, I wanna build you know, a following of my own, you know, I think that's everybody's dream. You know, everybody wants to be the big Twitch streamer or be the big YouTuber and they're putting out content and they're living that lifestyle. But what some people don't realize is the amount of work it takes to live that lifestyle, how creative you have to be, uh, how smart you have to be when you initiate new ideas and you introduce new ideas out there, because it's a timing aspect to that, where that you know, I've, I've had a great idea and I put it out there, but because I didn't have a big enough following for the idea to take off, so the guy with the bigger with the bigger following will get quote unquote inspired by that idea and do the exact same shit, and it will take off, right? Because they already got the following to support it. So you have to be strategic when you do that. And so from that and understanding your flow of being able to produce content, put it out, and be consistent with it, that's something that that you have to actually study, you know, or and pay attention on how other people do it. You just don't wake up and say, hey, I'm going to start doing it. You got to prepare properly to do things like that and put in the, the work. It takes work. And that's what I'm trying to say. It takes a lot of work uh, to do that. And I've, I've started to uh, understand it and put that work in, you know. And I just hope that, you know, my work pays off in the end. And I can have that big following of people who say, Blaze, you know what? 
We support you. You know, we love you. And we got your back. Because that's the type of family I want to be about. And, and, and that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah, I tell it to you. Fire squad, stand up. Exactly. Squad, and, I, and I tell it to you up. like this, okay? <laughs> I had read a book. It was called Mastery. And in this book, um, it pretty much tells you how to be the most badass version of yourself and kind of figure out what your purpose is. Long story short, I read that book and I said, you know what? I want to get people healthy physically and emotionally. But how do I do that? Now, I, de- I decided what I want to do in life, but it's many different routes to achieve those goals. For example, through cooking, making great food makes people happy. That gets people healthy emotionally. All my cooking was in healthcare. I cooked for the elderly. I cooked in hospitals. That was my main, my primary um, sector that I was working in because I felt like one is the hours were, were kind of better because old folks ain't, ain't staying up past 7 p.m. You know, they, they got to go to bed. <laughs> so I was able to get home and scrim. Uh, and it, it was better consistent hours than kind of working in a restaurant. And I was and I actually did that because I wanted to go home and, and have a life gaming too as well. I was trying to find that balance, right? Where there's a will, there's a way. But also I'm working with those strict diets, but my food is able to get people help, get people uh, better physically as well, right? Right. So that's showing how cooking, I can hit those levels. Now, the same concept to esports, you know, through casting, through entertainment, I can get people healthy emotionally. Now, physically, through putting out content and being entertaining, I can do the same thing through food and fitness by making that content, right? So I can still reach my same goals, but uh, by, but by doing it this way, and that's what it's all about, right? And you know, I'm trying to get the fire squad fit and healthy, physically and emotionally. I want us all to be happy and succeed in life. And that's why when people come to my stream, I'm like, yo, I will talk about anything with you. You know, you want to tell me your life story. Some guy asked me the craziest thing. I won't say what it is because you know you got to be in the stream if you want to know. <laughs> you Uh-oh. know, you gotta stop by. But <laughs> guy asked me the craziest question. I said, yeah, I answered that. I gave him an honest answer. You know. Cause I'm not gonna let my little homies out here uh, go out there with a chi- run around with a chicken with their head cut off, you know? Because right. nobody, because people don't want to talk to them about, you know, real life, you know. And we talk about real life uh, at Twitch at, at Twitch.tv/slash/blaze. Okay, that's what we do. Any final remarks that you want to make? You know what? After talking so much about my past years and how and you know and, and everything I've been through. You know, I got to give a shout out to the woman who let her son at 16 hop on a plane to Meadowland, New Jersey by himself because she saw the passion and driving his eyes on how on, on how much he competed. And, and, you know, she finally saw that fire spark in me, you know, uh, and she finally saw that fire within me. And it was through gaming and she let me go and she let me let me chase that dream. And she that was my number one sponsor to this day. Okay, ain't nobody matched her sponsorship dollars to this day. I challenge you to do it. Okay, but I got I got to give a big shout out to my moms, man, because without her, I'm I'm stuck in Gary, Indiana. I don't travel to that esports event back then. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't get to that first Gears of War event. Maybe my career chain goes a completely different way. Uh, But without her, I don't go there and I don't get to that event and I don't meet all those guys at MLG and I don't meet all the Gears of War players as well. And so that's the most important shout out. Okay. Everything else, yo, appreciate the fire squad. I love you guys. Love you too, Jordan, because I know you you fire squads too. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> and I thank you guys for supporting me as well. You know, uh, you guys want to follow me on Twitter, Guy Blaze Live, Twitch is Blaze, all other social media platforms are Guy Blaze. <laughs>
I'm happy to be number one. And uh, we need we probably need to get something set up again soon because we can go into the whole esports and dating thing. All right. I'm all about that. <laughs> all right. We're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show. If you enjoyed the content you heard, become a supporter of the show at patreon.com forward slash on the sticks. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at on the sticks pod. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you next time on the sticks.